Hello everyone and welcome to Hot Tea. So, today I thought that I would record my very first full episode of Hot Tea. Basically, I just arrived in my hometown in Germany and it's a very quiet little place and I figured that this sort of step back from life in London would be a perfect opportunity to talk about living in cities versus living in small towns and the concept of urban loneliness. It sounds a bit depressing but really I think it's something that a lot of us who live in bigger cities like London for example can really struggle with and something that's really relevant to a lot of us. So my own personal experience of living in a big city is a bit of a love-hate relationship. I've grown up in the suburbs of London, leafy suburbs, you know, I've had quite an idyllic childhood in that regard in my environment and lots of nature and stuff. But obviously I have been into central London a lot and I have a part-time job in retail in central London and... You know, there are obviously things that I observe that I'm sure a lot of other people observe just about the physical environment of a big city. Um, Actually, according to ITV News, the life expectancy in London's boroughs varies massively and it shouldn't. Um, So the borough by borough breakdown shows that someone is likely to, to live a lot longer if they reside in one of the capital's wealthier boroughs so for example Kensington and Chelsea in comparison to Tower Hamlets or Barking and Dagenham um so you can just see just alone by the urban wealth gaps in one city life expectancy can actually vary up to five years um for men and four years for women things like that just show you how massive the sort of physical environment and and the social environment of a city can influence someone's actual life expectancy and of course also their happiness um and through disasters such as the Grenfell disaster for example you can really see things like the the wealth gaps and the quality of life gaps and disparities just even within single boroughs is insane And added to the wealth gap, there's obviously things like pollution and stress and just generally this really fast-paced environment um, that London has. And I think that's something that personally on me has really taken its toll on the way that I perceive living in the city. Because no matter how much culture, how much to do, there's always this kind of underlying atmosphere of you know, it keeps moving and there's something, no one's satisfied. And I think a lot of, for for a lot of people that can be incredibly motivating because they keep up this momentum, especially in work. But for me, it actually just kind of depresses me. And I don't know if any of you have realized or felt that as well, but that's definitely a massive factor for me. I don't know how often I've seen some woman in worn-out ballerina flats and a pencil skirt and frown lines looking passively aggressively at a family of tourists walking too slowly in front of her. Like, And then I think, how often have I been one of those women myself? It is scary. Like, The city makes me into one of them when I'm there. And obviously, 
it's even still a difference because I don't actually live in the busiest parts of London, but it's definitely a thing. I think that the moment for me realising that this environment kind of weighs me down is when I was coincidentally in another city, Berlin, (laughs) and I was sitting in this really cute cafe um, having breakfast in Prenzlauer Berg with my mum, and we were just talking about, you know, what we like about Berlin and the kind of feeling that you can actually live there. And obviously we we were sitting in one of the really nice um, sort of chilled out areas of the city. There's definitely a lot grittier bits of it, you know. But I just, I can't, like, I don't know any area in London that's like Prenzlauerberg in Berlin. Things like that might come close. No, I can't think of anything actually and I think that was the point I was sitting there and I was just talking about comparing Berlin and London and I just broke into tears because I realized that I was a different person when I was in a different environment and I think maybe it's just me that it's like that but I really doubt it I think we really underestimate how much our physical social environments can affect the way that we feel and then the kind of way that we project towards other people and the way that we interact with other people. When I'm in European cities, like mainland European cities, that are a lot more chilled out, in my opinion, and where the people are friendlier, even just in northern cities in England or in Scotland, people are so friendly and I mean, this sounds a bit funny, but just the energies of people definitely bounce off each other. And the environments of just the urban environments really affect the way that you feel and then act. I can't tell you how often I've been in another city in England, um, especially in the north. So, for example, me and my friend Lucy were in Edinburgh. Hello, Lucy hope you're listening (laughs) um and we were talking to this guy and he asked us where we were from and we were like oh we're from London and he was like oh my god no everyone in London is so arrogant we were like shit like do people really think that and then I started thinking and I was like well actually I kind of get it people are very preoccupied with themselves if you bump into someone or like smile at someone it's it's like you just don't it's not it doesn't exactly invite social interaction. I think that's a massive factor in urban loneliness. It's just people are stressed. People don't want to talk to randoms. <laughs> and like, obviously, I also kind of get that. But in a way, like, how do you meet people? How do you make friends? Especially as an adult. Now, obviously, when you're younger and you're at uni or at school, you know people from there, you know people from work. But still, like, how do you create a positive interaction with the people around you? And I think just the general atmosphere really contributes to that. And I think that's the kind of thing that I realise sitting in this cafe is just that massive difference. And I think probably London is an extreme in that regard.
Um, I was just thinking about places like Vienna where you can literally sit in a cafe for hours and hours and just talk. And there's just this general attitude that it's okay to chill out, to talk to people, to be friendly. And, you know, even if it is a big city, even if it is a fast-paced environment, oh my God, I just said fast-paced, ha, fast-paced environment, people are more open and I think just this general like open vibe in certain places makes you happy by default and I think that's probably the biggest thing for me when I think about urban loneliness you need to start a sort of domino effect of friendliness and I'm one to talk I mean I really struggle with that but you know I'm trying So being in my hometown right now, that's another thing that I'm thinking about is the sort of social aspect. And what's lovely is you can walk everywhere, everything's in walking distance, pop to the shops and you will bump into loads of people, you know, like I still bump into random guys that my parents know and they've known me since I was a baby and stuff like that is really nice in one way. Because it's so much easier to keep connections with people around you. You talk to your neighbours. Who would have thought? Like, <laughs> like things like that in cities are just a lot different. And so I think that's one thing that's really lovely um, about small towns. It's just this sort of really social aspect in one way. But then in another way, because it's this microcosm and everyone knows everyone, there is a lot of judginess and a lot of restriction and you're expected to do certain things. If you want to walk down the street in a really funky outfit, people will know you and people will talk and it takes a lot of um, not giving a shit and a lot of self-confidence to do that kind of stuff in small towns. So, you know, every cloud has its silver lining because if people are preoccupied with themselves, they won't care what you're doing. And that's kind of why I am really happy that I've grown up in a place like London that's really big and really open and really sort of not open in the sense that people are friendly, but open in the sense that you can do pretty much anything that you want to. You can dress however you want to. You can go wherever you want to and no one cares and no one questions it because everyone's doing their own thing. And... I think, yeah, so that's definitely a silver lining. Um, But I think also what is an issue is obviously there are places and cities and stuff that are a lot more social and it's a lot easier to meet people just even just like the architectural structure of places. If there's a town square, you know, like... These things make a difference. Um, And, like, I've really often heard about, like, people in LA really struggling with the social aspect, you know, unless they already know people, because you have to drive everywhere. There's no hub, so to speak. There's no, like, pinpointed city centre. So just basically the whole point of this is that there are so many factors that we don't think about, like, urban planning, pollution, wealth gaps that 
really affect the way that we feel and our our level of happiness in the places that we live um and cities can be massive sources of opportunity and really really beneficial and really prosperous places and inspiring places but they can also be really oppressive and weigh you down and sometimes it's really good for people to just be friendly to one another and to realize you know like it's not so bad I can smile at this person it's okay if this tourist is taking a picture in front of me like will these five seconds off my journey make a massive difference you know and these are just really things to keep in mind if you're friendly towards other people other people will be friendly to you it's a big cycle positivity spreads um I think you know that's the message of this story (laughs) um i hope you enjoyed this episode of hot tea tune in next time we'll see what happens i'm not sure yet what i'll be doing but yeah stay tuned